0: I don't know about you, but I've already started thinking about 2024. Now, don't get mad at me or throw a shoe at me. I promise there is a reason why I think this far ahead, and it's because I'm really focused on creating aligned goals. In the past, I have made goals that weren't my own. I have decided on revenue numbers and different things I wanted to achieve in my business that definitely weren't aligned with who I am as a person and what I prioritize. So I'm very, very intentional about goal setting. And today I want to share with you three mistakes to avoid when it comes to planning in your business for the new year brand mary we believe in the power of storytelling so we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies build a brand market with ease create more income and impact welcome to the brand mary podcast As I said in the intro, I've made a lot of planning mistakes in the past. Now, I'm an avid planner. I've been planning since I was in elementary school. I used to write my goals for the year on a note card. Back then, I would then put those note cards in a box and never ever look at them again, but the intention was always there. As I got older, I would again set these big lofty goals, but not be super clear on how I wanted to achieve them. When I became an entrepreneur, it was necessary that I knew exactly how I would get there. And I would create a very detailed plan of every single action that I was going to take to achieve said goal. That worked for about one year, my very first year. And it was a really great year. I set a goal of hitting six figures in my first year of business, and I did just that. What I came to realize over the course of the next few years is that I was super aligned with that goal. I wanted that. It felt right to me. It felt aligned with who I was. I had the steps mapped out that complemented my life. But then I fell into a bit of an entrepreneur trap, which is all too common, I would say, because I have worked with so many clients who have done the exact same thing, and so many people in the Brand Mary community who can relate and I started to reach for goals that weren't aligned, that were based on outside expectations or what I think I should be achieving. Now, I shared a lot of lessons that I have learned over the past two years in last week's podcast episode, episode 100, 100. but today I wanna focus specifically on planning and three mistakes that, yeah, I've made and I kinda have a feeling you might be making as well when it comes to planning for the next year in business. The very first mistake that I see entrepreneurs making, and again, totally made myself, is not taking enough time before the strategic planning to really think about what I want. This time is crucial, and it is part of the planning process, but let's just call it the pre-work, right? It's really common for us to sit down maybe over the course of one day, maybe two days, and map out our next year in business. This probably looks different for everyone, but it might be choosing a revenue goal, writing down the different programs that we wanna launch, thinking about you know different things we wanna do in our business, maybe start advertising or create our website or write a book, think about how many people we wanna have on our email list, and so on and so forth. And while that is part of the strategic process, there's a really important part that happens before that, and that's really the alignment phase. It's starting to think about who you want to become, not just as an entrepreneur, but as a person. Remember, our businesses should complement our lives, not take away from it. And oftentimes when we create these revenue-focused goals, rather than identity-based goals, we get really burnt out. We're dedicating way too much time to our work and not enough time to our priorities in our personal life. Or we're doing things that aren't really aligned with who we are and how we see ourselves as an entrepreneur. And this pre-work time is really important to assess. How are you feeling? What has worked for you in the past? What hasn't worked for you in the past? What does this season of life call you to focus on? Oftentimes, that is driven by things that are happening in our personal life, with our families and our priorities outside of work. And again, who do you want to become? Who is the future version of yourself that you are working toward? This doesn't have to be a complete, you know, 180 or even 360 of an identity shift, but if we're growing, we're always wanting to improve some area of our life. Who is that person at the end of the year? What do they value? How do they feel? What have they done? How have they shown up for themselves? What have they experienced? That right there is how we then create aligned goals. Because once you identify that piece of the puzzle, you can then identify, okay, what does my business need to do to support that? And what do I need to do within my business to stay aligned with that identity that I'm working toward? Now, this is such a crucial step, but so many people skip it. So many people skip this step. And this is what I love to focus on during those first couple weeks. I like to give myself a few weeks, honestly, to go through this, which is why I start at the beginning of November, to think about the year ahead. But you could very easily do this in the span of a couple days, or even just one really long journal session. I find that I get some really great ideas when I'm doing random things, like going grocery shopping. So I like to give myself time to kind of sit with this question. But no matter if you're going to do it over the course of a month, or you're going to fit it in over the course of 48 hours, it is necessary before you dive into the strategy. Because putting a number on a list and then reverse engineering does not work for the modern entrepreneur. We wear so many different hats. We have so many different priorities. And if we want to be able to show up equally in these different areas, whatever that looks like for you, right? And you want to create more of a balance and cohesiveness, then you really got to start with who Who do you ultimately want to be? And how do you ultimately want to feel? So don't skip this step. That is the first mistake that I see entrepreneurs make. The second mistake that I see entrepreneurs make, and this piggybacks off of the first one, is vision boards. Now. Don't, again, come at me. I love vision boards. I have a vision board every single year. But something that I have noticed in my own process and even seeing these tips and tricks on Pinterest and TikTok that help you create vision boards is their focus on material things. They're focused on pictures of wads of cash because you want to make money this year, right? They're focused on maybe putting the number 500K onto your vision board because that's how much money you want to make in your business. They're focused on things that you want, like a new car or flying first class, okay? Now, again, nothing wrong with those things. But what I challenge people to do is create a vision board that again is focused on the identity that you are stepping into. Create a vision board that's more rooted in feeling. How do you want to feel about yourself, about being a business owner? What are some of the things that would make you feel that way? Now it's pretty obvious I think when it comes to following me on Instagram and watching my Instagram stories that I'm not super materialistic. I'm definitely a homebody. I'm definitely a get my hands in the dirt, get dirty, do the yard work myself kind of girl, bake my own dang bread. You know what I mean? And so I have noticed over the years that sometimes vision boards just don't really resonate with me. That's not to say that I don't have aspirations and I don't have goals, but this old idea of what a vision board was never really sat great with me. Last year, I shifted and I started creating a board that was all around how I wanted to feel. One of the things that I determined for myself is that as a woman, as an entrepreneur, as a mother, I wanted to prioritize my health and my wellness. I wanted to feel like an athlete again. I come from a history of playing organized sports and I played competitive sports for a really long time and I've been out of it for a really long time. Well, I knew that this is how I wanted to feel. Like I could visualize how I felt again as an athlete, how I felt connecting to my body. And so I started to think about how did I wanna make that happen? And I created and cut out these pins of a woman, you know, on a treadmill, Um, also, playing tennis was a really big one. I played tennis growing up, but I wanted to get back into it. I didn't know exactly how I was gonna do that or how it was gonna fit into my schedule or where I was gonna do it, but I knew that that would help me feel like the athlete that I was wanting to reconnect with. And I put those images up and it was incredibly inspiring to just tap into that feeling. And that's what I really encourage you to do. You can obviously have a picture of a first class seat on an airplane, I have one too, but it's not because I just want to be able to fly first class everywhere in the world. It's because I've tapped into the feeling of what that that makes me feel as a person, that I am the type of person that does that, right? Because it makes me feel really luxurious when I travel. It also makes me feel rested and relaxed when I arrive at my destination. So what I encourage you to do is like take it a step further than just cutting out pictures and putting them on a board and take it a step further than just cutting out pictures of things that you want as in terms of like material things that you want to buy and focus more on how you want to feel because the connection that you have with that vision board when you do that is truly inspiring. And then rather than looking at a vision board maybe in July and feeling like, wow, I'm not on track to reach any of that. This year is a complete shit show. Nothing is working. Instead, you look at that and you say, I can still start taking steps to feeling that way. I could feel that way tomorrow. I could embody that feeling tomorrow, even if I didn't do that exact thing. Because again, it's all about your identity. It's all about how you want to feel at the end of the year. The third mistake that I have made many times at the beginning of my business. And I'll be honest, I also taught it as well, which like we all learn and we grow. Okay. I no longer teach this, but what the mistake was, was planning 12 months in business. Okay. Now I, what I mean by this is Planning out every single detail and step that you are going to take over the course of 12 months. Why is this not what I recommend anymore? Because you will not be the same on July 1st as you are on January 1st. A lot is going to change. And while you might still be working toward the same identity come July as you were in January. Your life might have changed, your priorities might have changed, what requires your time and your energy might have changed. And it's really important that we don't make ourselves feel like a freaking failure because we have created this rigid 12-month plan as a business owner and it's not feasible. Because of all the things that I already listed. Again, this is the reason why the modern entrepreneur has to take a different approach to planning. This is why I created my program, Brand New Plan, so I could walk you through the course of authentically planning, right, in an aligned way that allows you to adapt. Because planning traditionally with a planner and choosing a revenue goal just doesn't work anymore. And this is a great example of that. Instead of planning 12 months and saying, okay, in November, I'm going to be doing this, 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 and this. Instead, I encourage my clients to look at their identity-based goals and determine what does that mean for their business. And after they have done that, then it's about choosing themes, monthly themes. So thinking about their ideal customer, thinking about their business, do certain things make sense that you would be focusing on this time of year? Obviously selling in September, October, November, December, really, really great. It's around the holidays. If you have a type of business that, you know, uh, there are certain times of the year when what you sell is in high demand. These these different things are what you're focused on monthly. If you create a lot of content, which many of you probably do and should be doing, uh, I'll use my business as an example. Even before I had my brand new plan course, I used to host a planning workshop every single year. And my ideal customer around November, December, and in January are looking for planning and goal-setting resources. So I focused a lot of my energy on content related to those things. This is what I mean by theming, kind of creating a monthly theme for the 12 months. But the step-by-step actionable things that you're gonna be doing should only be focused on 90 days at a time. Because then you are able to assess every 90 days or every quarter and say, all right, how am I feeling? What do I need to change? What action steps can I move around or pivot in order to get to that end goal without feeling like you're trapped in a plan? And if you were to change it, that you are failing in some way. Look, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Many of you listening are recovering perfectionists as well. I know this because you've told me and my clients always tell me that this is something that they resonate with. It's really easy to create a plan and feel so freaking excited about it in January 1, all right? But then, again, life happens and things sometimes outside of our control happen. And you're not just a business owner. You wear so many different hats. And the best thing that you can do for yourself, for your mental stability, for your motivation, for your inspiration to keep going, for your consistency, is to create an adaptable plan. This is the first step in doing that. So the mistake that I really hope that you avoid this next year is not planning a rigid 12-month plan and instead focusing on the actionable steps that you are going to take 90 days at a time. Again, inside of my new program, Brand New Plan, which you can join today at brandmary.com slash new plan, I'm going to walk you through this entire process. We're going to avoid all these mistakes and more. I've learned so much about planning over the last few years, and I genuinely want to share that with all of you because it's going to change the game and how we as entrepreneurs show up in our businesses and in our lives. I want you to end the year next year feeling great, knowing that you took aligned action every step of the way, knowing that you honored yourself and your values and your priorities, knowing that you were really in touch with who you are as a person and what matters most to you. It's not always revenue-driven. It can be community-driven, impact-driven, and it can be all of me above. But the actions that you take are based on who you are as a person and what you want as a person and how you want to feel as a person. And just like with branding, you're going to create a better experience as a brand when you take that time to discover who you are as a person. The same goes for planning. We can't just pick a number out of the air and say, we're gonna achieve this because it just doesn't work like that. That's often how we lose motivation come March. By July, it's a dang shit show. And who knows what's happening at the end of the year. We're scrambling to try and make up and make it all work. I do hope that you will join me inside a brand new plan. As I mentioned, doors are currently open. We are going to be releasing the seven-day training on November 20th. So you can get in, get signed up now at brandmary.com/slash new plan. And dive right into that content, map out an amazing year for yourself in the new year. I hope that this was incredibly helpful for you. I'm gonna be back with another planning episode next week, so be sure to tune in. And if you haven't already, come over to Instagram, give me a follow and send me a DM and let me know that you tuned in to today's episode. I would love to connect with you over there. All right, I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave your review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review which allows us to get the podcast out to more people you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on instagram and as always if this episode spoke to you please consider sharing it with just one person it means a lot all right thanks so much and i'll see you in next week's episode